Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. But if you'd like to stay, let's, let's get, get hammered. What is going on, people? <laughs> this is fucking, fucking point, point hammered. Hammered. <laughs> oh. Raj, Raj, what's happening, buddy? Raj here. Yeah? Doing well. Doing Johnny. Well. Is your name still Johnny, or have you changed it to something else yet? Yeah. I since you got married? Took my wife's last name. <laughs> I'm that kind of bro. Yeah, that's right. Tied the old knot. Yeah. Numero deuce. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I've been uh I've been single non married for over a decade. Mm, I'd like to point out. You had a pretty good run. Had a solid run. <laughs> Another one bites the dust, fellas. Oh, all right. How's it going so far? Eh. Two you been two weeks into this? Pretty much the same. Okay, that's good. We are trying to have babies now, by the way. Mm-hmm. The birth control is gone. So you're going raw dog? We're, 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 it's confirmed. Uh, I'm, I never not raw dog. Let's <laughs> 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 <To> be honest. <laughs> Condoms are for fucking more. <laughs> I already got all the... You FCDs. heard it here. What's the point? <laughs> One of Warhammer's premier podcasters. <laughs> Condoms are for morons. Condoms are for morons. If you're covering your toad, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you're fucking rapping it. You're not doing it right. <laughs> All you gotta do is get them drunk and hit them the first time, raw dog. And then it's open season. It works every time. Okay. <laughs> I like this. That's an old Hastings I'm secret, my right, friend. Write this down, yeah. <laughs> you just power through that first one. Yeah. Mm, good deal. Yeah. So, well. Your day is yeah. fast approaching here. Coming up here, probably three or four weeks, some shit like that. Yeah. 26th of September. Mm. Just put the down payment on the space actually not the down payment i paid for all the food and shit what's that five large to hit you up for? Ah, 4500 minimum my man <laughs> it's 20 percent gratuity 22 percent gratuity nice that's a hell of a gratuity they better yeah. provide excellent service I'm getting handies in there or something these are wisconsin dollars too yeah which uh which usually go a long ways but uh, yeah. i don't know we went and talked to, to them over at that venue and <laughs> I think our whole fucking shebang, including the two-week vacation and the party for almost 100 people afterwards, eh, is between 4000 and 4500 bucks total. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And we had to pay for the room. That was 1000 And then uh, to use that gazebo, that's a $500 gazebo charge. <laughs> <laughs> for photographs or what? Just to get married at the gazebo. Oh, I don't even know where this gazebo is. Uh, it's sitting outside. Yeah. So for a while, I was thinking to myself, well, I could just pay Bear to build a gazebo and then haul it over with his trailer. For like... Two fifty, two fifty, and then you know, just we get, we got this gazebo. Then you, you set it up in the just, backyard as a fucking memento. Yeah, fucking take it on the road for the Rogers <laughs> wedding, <laughs> wedding party planning committee. Yeah. Now that you're ordained, you could just carry it, just leave it on the trailer and wed people everywhere yeah. you go. Huh? Just 
Just fucking getting people married on the road. <laughs> yeah. It could be on the, like the highway. The roaming Vegas, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Raj uh, Vegas. Yeah, I thought I was in the clear making that payment, but um, Kelly kind of scoffed, and she's like, well, we got over $1,000 for the flowers yet. <laughs> and I... <laughs> At that point, I wanted to break down and cry. You know what our flowers cost? <laughs> and our flowers were super nice. You saw them. Yeah. $45 <laughs> from the farmer's market that morning, my friend. <laughs> How much were your tickets to San Fran? They were eight. Well, it was round trip flight into San Francisco out of Seattle. I think it was 750 or 800 bucks each. Okay. And that was... Well, you could fly out there, or you could just get all these nice flowers for a weekend. Uh, it's your choice, man. Uh, well, I'm doing I mean, you got your priorities. You know, I got mine. I sent Brett down to the farmer's market that morning with her friend, and her friend is no stranger to haggling. <laughs> <laughs> she went down there, and she's like, how much are these flowers? And they were like three bucks a pop or something. She's like, how about I give you 50 bucks, and you let me borrow that bin for the day? So mm-hmm. she... Got the lady's big plastic bin and all the flowers that were in it. And, oh, uh, nice. Boom. Then they had to take the bin back. It was perfect, dude. Yeah. And dirt fucking cheap. And the flowers were awesome. Everybody commented uh, on how nice the fucking flowers were. Wisconsin wildflowers, my friend. Well, we'll Retard. see how nice these $1,000 flowers are. Wedding shit is such a scam. Yeah. What'd the ring cost you? Uh, it was like 2500 for hers. <laughs> Mine I got off Etsy, like 40 bucks. Oh, nice. So, yeah. It is a fucking scam. I think what they're doing now is trying to, you know, they're always looking for more ways to get people in debt. So, yeah. so the now you can loans. take out big wedding loans. Yeah. Yeah. Right, fresh out of college, before your college loans kick in, you, you, can, get, get you can get married, get a wedding loan. Get a wedding loan, then you're going to want a new car. And get that car get loan, and then it's about time to it's get a nice house. fucking slavery, dude. That's, yeah. We all fall for it, too. If only I knew Sadly. when I was fucking 18 what I know now. Mm-hmm. Anyways. How's the model paint coming along, my man? Well. You got some new shit, I saw. You fucking I, tweeted it, you asshole. I've been trying to get good pics of the stuff I've been working on, but it's just difficult. Ever since I moved my couch, I don't have a good backdrop for my pics, and I can't take good pics anymore. Mm-hmm. But well, What have you been using for your dick pics, then? How you been? Um, Surely the same technique would apply. Well, like you don't mind a flash in your dick pics if the <laughs> dick washes out a bit. Like you still get the general shape and size, and some of the veins might pop a little bluer yeah. than, than real. Well, yours life, is pretty but. pink, so it's not gonna <laughs> it's not gonna look too white or pasty. So, and if I've been know. fucking with the amount of banging that's been going on, yeah, mine's nice and pretty brown. I so. mentioned we were trying to make babies, right? Yeah. So, well. Sadly, she went to the doctor and discovered you shouldn't be having sex every day. Oh. I have to slow down a bit. <laughs> oh, really? It's been a good, like, 10-month run of sex six times a week, so it's been a pretty good field day of banging for me. That is a pretty good run. Yeah. Now she, That's a hell of a run. Now she wants to switch to every other day, which is sad. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm, she won't let me beat it in between on the off days <laughs> anymore. we got to store them up. Yeah, turns uh, out you gotta get your sperm. Count isn't there up. like strategies, like peak times, where yeah. you want to bang multiples in a day or every day for sure? No, you don't want to do that. Okay, you want to do it every other time during ovulation, which you gotta get one of those rhythm apps, yeah. one of those ovulation apps on your iPhone. I'd go back to the Sperm Wars book, but yeah, a lot sadly of it's, it's been debunked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
A lot of it's true and accurate. You know, things about the shape of the dick and the fucking... Yeah. Yeah, things like that. But anyway, we digress. So my Infinity models, I've been painting a diva and a diva bot. I fucking... So what are those? So it's a chick in a tiny mini skirt with huge tits. Okay. I actually think she's a robot built like a human to be able to interact with humans, according to the fluff. The best way to interact with the males, make them most pliable. A great ass and huge tits. <laughs> huge jugs. Pretty face. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, have you seen Ex Machina? No. That movie? No. It's about, uh, it's a good rental. It's on a video and shit now. We rented it. It's got a robot chick in there. Yeah. And then, like, a lot of it is about the interactions. By the 28 Days Later guy, made sunshine and stuff. It's a good movie. But it answers the question, like, would you bang a robot and that's a resounding yes have you ever you're seen what? Cherry 2000 dude this shit no. was solved in like the late 80s <laughs> Cherry 2000 we got better CGI now it wasn't CGI it was just a fucking chick mm-hmm. well this one she looks like a robot in some spots but you're like I can look past your robot bits oh man we digress again <laughs> <laughs> so anyways okay. Let's talk about how fucking tedious building these motherfucking models are. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. I remember you talking about it. And then I was a little... I was hesitant. I put it off for probably three or four days because I was like, I don't even want to fucking deal with this. So I tried gluing shit together. You can't even glue it together without little balls of green stuff. And then I've fucking broken the arms off this bitch about six yeah, times. Yeah, I've had a couple. And then... I'm thinking I might have to try tiny little pins or something. Well... What works well was because if you use the green stuff, when it breaks, it's like the it's a perfect match. Still, there's not a fucking mm-hmm. gap, and it's not bullshitty. So I always just glue it back together, and it holds well because it never breaks where the glue is. It just the green stuff gives. Mm-hmm. So it's always like green stuff on the glue. But I'm constantly gluing the fucking arms back on, which is bullshit. Once you got the arms painted, but mm-hmm. then you start seeing little metal lines and glue. Yeah, lines. it's kind of weird because. They're certainly popular enough, and they're selling enough that every other company is doing some sort of plastics or something. They really need to get on yeah. board with that. Release well, the different kind the of resins. The models are fucking awesome, though. I love them. They're yeah, they're really cool. One of the things I found is that I had put away and scoffed at these little Windsor Newton dickweed brushes, and now that I'm getting into <laughs> tiny fucking twenty-eight yeah. mil, proper twenty-eight mils with high detail. Finally, all these fucking $20, $30 brushes I bought once upon a time. I only kept two of them, but thank God I did because they're extremely fucking handy. I've been having a field day for the last, like, two days painting the face on this chick. Mm-hmm. Since It's nice also to only have, like, eight models to paint because it doesn't fucking matter how long you spend on them. Um, that's, it's, it's been a blast. That's cool. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, my smallest brush previously... On like my demons and Warhammer shit is now like my Infinity Big Brush. Yeah, totally. And then I have one that's even smaller that like you would never use on a Warhammer model except for maybe like an eyeball or something. Right. Yeah, but like the whites. But of you're eye. doing like highlights and stuff with it. And thank God I got the Workbench Warriors set from um, Patty. And we're uh, not Patty. What is that? That's a bunch of paintbrushes. Yeah, a bunch of paintbrushes. And they're good quality. I yeah. If you go to the Workbench Warriors blog, yeah, um, you can go on there and they have like a paintbrush set. I got them as a a set for the hobby crack, 
painting contest that they had. So Woody, yeah, sorry about that, Woody. Um, I painted up those high elf command models. Yeah, I remember that. And so you end up sending me those over, and those brushes are way better than anything that I had. Sure, uh, but I would, they're perfect for the infinity shit. Yeah. So so the next uh, the next thing I got to work on is bases. I want some kind of urban base, a bit futuristic, but they're so fucking plain. I've looked at a ton of them, and I'm always like, God, that doesn't even look interesting at all. I don't want to do, like, rubble and detritus around. I want it to be clean and, and new-looking. Yeah, to kind but of match hard the to come aesthetic. up with something interesting, man. Like, you can do Are curves. you trying to do it yourself? I was going to buy stuff, but nothing appealed. I put the word out on the Facebook group, and Chris, you gave me a few ideas, but... Just in looking at them, I mean, nothing fucking stands out. So I'm, I'm right, working on it. He's looking for help here, people. Yeah, some interesting fucking modern urban bases. You can do like curbs and paint like street lines and shit. Just not interesting. I wouldn't even mind a little bit of trash like some mini soda cans or something with bottles laying around. But even that's not terribly fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm, I'm really stumped on it right now. Um, but it's fun looking and it's fun theorizing. So okay, so you're gonna fully paint the models and then at, attach them to these bases later, or what that's you, what I'm gonna do with that's, the fucking yeah, first two. And I think I'm gonna regret the piss out of it. Um, there were some bases that had a lot of little hex tiles on them, so I started fucking with that. But it's impossible to get sharp, clean, really good looking hex work. I guess you guys got to fucking cut out some hexes and then just glue them separately down or find some hexes because I haven't been able to fucking make it look decent at all by mm-hmm. hand. Um, you look at a different styrene sheet kind of textures. Yeah, that's what I should do. Because if you mix between them, you might have something good. But, yeah. you know, otherwise, it's just like steel sheet, different kinds. The thing I need to do is find a way to build it up a bit because the bases I made in the past that look the best are the really, you know, there's depth to it. It's not just flat with like a curb. It's fucking layers of rock and gravel and sheets of rock and all kinds of shit going on. So I'm working on it. Hopefully, I'll come up with something here. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um what else do I have here? Oh, yeah. Other than that, then, I've just been watching fucking YouTube battle reports of dudes playing Infinity. <laughs> it looks like games are like 30 to 40 minutes. So that's yeah, ours cool. have been pretty quick. We haven't really played full full battles yet, but they go they go pretty quick. Yeah. It was, I don't know. It seems like there's a tendency to like cascade. I mean, like once... Once you get the upper hand. Yeah, once you get the upper hand, then you can, like, pierce the lines and kind of... I don't know. That's the way our games have been going so far, so... Yeah. But we're not using the full tactical rule set yet. Sure. So we're trying to... I'm going to try to get up to speed on the full stuff, at least, for... Because I'll be running the Narrative Infinity tournament, so I'll probably just copy a lot of the ITS rules Yeah. for that. But, okay, have you been painting any fantasy shit? Any orcs? No. Sorry, Sigmar shit? That shit's on the back burner. I do... I'm going to set up a day and get some games of Age of Sigmar in with Butcher. Okay. Yeah, he's... He's gung-ho. Sounded like it to me when I spoke. Well, he's not He's not against it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he wanted to play. And I do want to play, so we're going to get that going. And I also, on the like simple side of things, like Flames of War tanks are the shit to paint, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just had another demo game oh, yeah? yesterday, so we mixed in some infantry and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. 
getting those little dudes in there is pretty fine. Yeah, you pick up- actually get them into the fight, fighting other infantry. Yeah. Because you get to roll bucket loads of dice. <laughs> well, that's what we loved about 8th edition, right? <laughs> yeah. Was it? Yeah, the submachine gun range is like four inches. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to get really close. Yeah. And then once you do, you're just like gunning them down. It's pretty fine. <laughs> yeah. Compared to painting the Infinity models, <laughs> the biggest fucking breeze on the planet. So that's pretty cool. Well, um, your small Infinity brush would be the big, yeah, the big infi- infantry brush. I wouldn't even. <laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't even. Well, I haven't done the infantry. Just been fucking with tanks. But I mean, that's so fucking simple. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of sort of the days of painting countless fucking Imperial Guard tanks for 40k. Yeah, yeah. Because I probably had like 30 or 40 tanks painted at one point, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, so I've been up to a lot. It's been fun. I got my fucking hobby mojo full and strong painting on these Infinity models. The the Diva bot that I'm working on is pretty fucking intimidating. I've never painted anything like that. So mm-hmm. I've been staring at the fucking painted pictures on the box. I also like that they do that because you got on the yeah, front of the really box, well. you got an angle. On the back of the box, you got an angle. And on the sides of the box, you got different angles. So... That I found really cool. Um, yeah, I, I remember just stare at it, trying to come up with a color scheme. Yeah, I remember looking at that box for like my pano dudes, and you know, there's all kinds of little panels and different plates and stuff. So yeah. like, you you don't just want to paint it all one color identical. You need at least another color in there, and then you're like, well, what? So what color should these plates be? You know, you could just add as many colors as you want. Right. You know, are you just going to use like? You know, reds or blues, like the army or the unit colors. Are you going to mix in grays and, uh, you know, metallic colors too? Like what's metal and what's, you know, painted over metal? Like what's plastic? Yep. (laughs) You can just... You know, sit there all day trying to figure out what the, what the <laughs> That's fuck. That's where I'm at. Yeah, it kind of really doesn't matter, you know, in the end what in the you end, do. No. But I, I, you just want to have a good mix of the colors throughout it, you know. I have so some I would, strong analysis paralysis going on <laughs> regarding yeah, where d- to even start with the diva bot. So. I had that same issue going on, just looking at pictures of people, other people's pan. I was like, well, what did they do on the fusiliers? And yeah, I had some blogs to- I want to mention as well. Um, just dudes that paint infinity do a good job and have tons of pictures and posts up. So, mm-hmm. but for now, that's all I, that's what I've been up to, which finally I have something to fucking report. I, I still, I'm trying to get good pics of my chaos dude that I painted from age of Sigmar. So once I finally get good pics today, finally cloudy might be a good day for that, but mm-hmm. I will get a blog post up of that once I take solid pictures of them. Excellent. Yeah. I've been working on infinity too, since Gen Con, it was kind of weird. I was really pumped, you know, just overall for hobby and stuff after Gen Con. But yeah. then, you know, there's so many different kinds of miniature games and other kind of games. So I kind of didn't know what to do afterwards. Because I was looking at, oh, I should get some of these kind of models or I should pick these <laughs> app or something like that. Um, so finally, I didn't really end up hardly doing anything. <laughs> and then I've had this Fusilier that was base coated since before the con. And it's just been sitting there. I've been trying to get to him for like probably a week and a half. And I just couldn't make myself sit down and do it. So I finally forced myself and I just painted his, painted his boot and <laughs> called it good. But then the next day I came back and painted the boot, the other boot. I'm like, well, you know, it's not that, not that difficult just to finish off his pants and do like the lower half. So I yeah. did that. And then <laughs> the day after that, 
Um, I was just doing the doing the arms, and I'm like, well, I might as well just do the backpack, and the rest of us do all the golds at the same time, yeah. <laughs> all the yellows. And then I'm like, well, I'm so close to having them finish. Like, I might as well just do the the gray and silver stuff. And then, <laughs> so, yeah, I really jumped up a notch. It was weird, just that little, just made just myself do that little bit, <laughs> doing that boot. And then within four days, I'd have. He's he's pretty much fully painted. I'm just waiting for a low humidity day to give him the give him the dull coat buzz. Yeah, and I'm started. My new theory is to start the next one before I finish the current one mm. to kind of keep that going, so you don't have that big momentum of having to start from scratch. Yeah. Um. So I got another Fusilier base coated, and I want to try to get the her boot done. So it's a female. <laughs> I want to get her boot done before I. Uh, putting in the boot dull coat this like other it. guy and have him completely done yeah so you're not like s- starting from scratch so what That's are my you psychological doing? tricks what are you doing for bases then so mine are just on those you know black like 40k bases or whatever just round base yeah but i did pick up the resin bases i have a set of 15 i want to paint them all at once so after this fusilier I'm going to, because I just want to, I think it'll be easier to paint the bases on their own and then attach the models later. Because the models are already glued to these other ones. Yeah. And I want to keep playing with them. So, yeah, that's, I don't want to have to go back, clip them off, and then drill out their little booties, put little pins and stuff in there. Drill out that motherfucking booty. So, are you pinning at the bottom of the feet? That's what my idea is going to be. I mean, my... I haven't really worked with resin bases a lot, but my have, my impression is that you have to pin them. I've done this before, even with know, just the models. tiniest, like tiniest uh, nub. What I do, what I've done, and what I'm going to try and do, they have that metal bar that goes across underneath the feet. Mm-hmm. You just clip that intelligently to leave little nubs that you can then drill holes into the base and use the nubs that are already permanently yeah, attached to the bottom. That's a good idea. That'd save me a little time there. That's how I've done it before, and that's my plan now. You have to be careful when you're clipping because the metal bends so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I haven't seen paint crack off before, but if you were a bit unruly with it, yeah, it I just happen. yeah, maybe on metal models, yeah, that could happen more than the plastics, which are a little more elastic. I just left their like the soles of their boots like a plain gray. Sure, and I'll go back and highlight it. I'm just assuming. Okay, maybe a couple chips there, but that's all I'm doing. All right, going along good. I'm fucking stoked. I'm not really stoked to build any more fucking models was so tedious, but mm-hmm. I think what I'm going to do is figure out my base thing in the next couple days here and then try and crank out all the bases I'm going to need because I think that'll be a blast if I can come up with something cool. And, it, you know, when I did my 40K bases, I did some super elaborate city rubble bases and they turn out really epic mm-hmm. for all the Eldar shit I had built. So... I'd love to do something along those lines, but for once, I want everything to be tidy and clean. Rubble's easy. It's fu- it feels like a cop-out to me, so the yeah. challenge is something cool, urban, and badass. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Sweet. Moving on. Do we have an email? We got a bunch Is of anyone fracking emails, fucking dude. email. We'll just pick one. Turns out, though, AOS is, uh, there's some bros that really love it, man. Mm, interesting. All right, well, let's start with Jacob Hutton. He wrote in, essentially... Uh, played he, a little Heroes of Might and Magic, Painters of Might and Magic. Ah, Jake. cool. Well, he's agreeing with our point here, mm-hmm. essentially about being apathetic about Age of Sigmar. <laughs> yeah, I've seen he's getting into Infinity shit on Twitter, it looks like. Yeah, cool. Um, but 
Appreciate what you wrote, buddy. Uh, he does have a question slash comment here. He'd like to get our thoughts. He's frequently been told that AOS is a completely different game from Warhammer Fantasy Battles, and that's what you need to consider it and able to enjoy it. Mm. I'd say that's true. I think we talked about that actually before. So, yeah, I think I would consider it a separate game. Yeah, um, as would everybody else I don't know. that's ever mm. fucking mentioned it anywhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, I'm going to beat the fuck out of this dog in a minute. (laughs) Go! Piss off! Naughty. All right. Next up here, we got Mike. Don't know Mike's last name, but doesn't matter. (laughs) So Mike here, he runs the Unplugged GT out in Connecticut. um, Oh, cool. Trying to figure out, you know, how to proceed with AOS and what to do. (sighs) The TO's conundrum. (laughs) So, sounds like they're talking about Kings of War. And eh, sounds like they're kind of stoked about it, you know. A because Mantic is so supportive of the community, and B because it's a different, it's an actual army level game. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. We haven't really, I don't think, discussed it hardly at all on the cast. No, I. Um, so he says maybe it's a way to have a game, an army level game, that can keep what was the Warhammer community together and involved in something. And you know, I think the reason Kings of War never appealed to me is because the models are so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the reason. And because of that, I had never even tried the game or considered trying the game because I won't put that kind of effort into models that mm-hmm. are just subpar. Um, and I'm sure you, we could use existing models and armies that we have, but yeah, I think that that is the reason why. Yeah, it's not on the radar really for us especially around here because we're all big painters and converters and everything like that. So the base models didn't really appeal to us. So none of it, you know, if, if one of us said, hey, let's try it out and did the research and yeah. told well, us how to play and stuff, I'm sure that Mike we would, would give it a go. a ton of other thoughts on Mantic and Kings of War. He just wants to know whether we're receptive to them before he mm-hmm. goes and fucking sends them all over. Exact yeah. words being, I don't want to force my tongue into a closed ear hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing, too, I've been talking a lot with Rob Fanaf yeah. about the Mantic. And it seems like in the South, they're uh, switching over to Kings of War oh, yeah. wholesale on the tournament scene, where it seems like we've more, you know, more people are talking about Infinity than anything else. Well, again, I think the draw in, is in the our model. area. The yeah. Like it the comes Infinity back models to the are high- excellent. And. And it's low model count. I'm not going to commit to Kings of War with, you know, I'm not doing 200 crappy fucking models. I just want to play that. And, you know, maybe it's high time that I'm done with fucking army-based games, period, because of the time commitment. That's kind of what I've been thinking about and wondering about, how common those are going to be going forward since you have so many good skirmish game alternatives that require 10% of the effort to put together a feasible for it. Not only that, but you can put more effort into every model and they're all more meaningful and you can pull some epic shit which mm. is what I'm trying to do on what I'm painting yeah. now so, so I guess yeah we've been influenced by the ship models yeah and I guess the business that's model the of just copying I mean it's GW cool. stuff yeah is a like, turn off in addition to the models stealing IP and and yeah making more models but they, as far as the actual rules Maybe there are. I've kind of glanced at them. I think I have a little Kings of War rule book. Yeah. Uh, but I guess there's another edition of it out. So yeah. I'm not opposed to using those rules 
If the game's good. If the game is fine. Yeah. But I'm yeah, sure nobody in our area is really spearheading that effort. Yeah. No one's, nobody. nobody's approached. <laughs> I haven't heard anything for a pack up or running Kings of War or anything like that. I did stop in Galaxy Hobby, and it sounds like the legends doing that escalation campaign for Age of Sigmar. Yeah. So here's the interesting thing about Legend and uh, Age of Sigmar is he he's like wide open. He's been playing like with his former students. Oh yeah, and like doing a building league. Oh shit, and. Like, he got Katie to play a game against them. Yeah. She has a Wood Elf army from years and years ago. Sure. That he bought for her, and he can't sell it because it's hers, and she won't. It's still in the blisters, essentially. (laughs) But she was able to follow all the rules and everything. So maybe, you know, in the long run, it is going to make sense for GW. Yeah. Um, I think you have to... For getting new blood in there, for sure. Trust... But Trust the knowledge and wisdom of people that know their business, and they ha- they fucking been doing it for God knows how long. They know their business, so yeah, it's true. When you hire a photographer or a web developer <laughs> or a carpenter, yeah. So, well, I see it, it's easier for new folks, but then is I don't know. It seems like the fanatical tournament base is what drives most games, and right? Those people spearhead everything else. So if you just don't have those, period, yeah. How many people are going to be out there doing the demos and stuff? I don't know. Well, thanks for the year email, Mike. You can you can send us that stuff. Yeah, for thoughts. Sure. I guess. I think um, I would like to hear about that. So, and we'll definitely review it and discuss it. We're having next up. We have Nelson Martinez. And he wrote in with the subject being Age of Sigmar is our cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes on quite a bit here about, and it, we appreciate it. it. It was a good read for us. We're not going to read it all because it's kind of long. Mm-hmm. But um, he believes it's going to be a huge game. His crew fucking likes it. Yeah, and I they guess played the, a lot of games. So the question was the future of Age of Sigmar. So yeah, he thinks it's going to be big. He goes through some of the positives here about how movement is hugely important, that there's a huge variety of army composition. You can use models that before you wouldn't have been other otherwise used. Um, so things that would, would have just been gathering dust you can use now. Uh, there's conversion and painting options now that armies can also include many types of figures, and the realms in which the battles are played are so rich in atmospherics. The armies are best when balanced, he says. Um, so he says Balancing the armies is actually fun since the choices are so rich. Um, the meta has expanded tremendously, and it now has to change over and over again depending on the battlefield variables. He says there's lots more he could go on to here, but um, mm-hmm. I think this was a solid read, and you know it's cool that people take the time to write that up for us because that's kind of the information we're looking for. And this type of email is the reason why I'm still pretty stoked to give it a go because people are fucking getting into it so mm-hmm. um yeah, i would love have... to finish the fucking orctonians <laughs> i'm not putting those dumbass motherfuckers on oval round bases that <laughs> <laughs> might be easier to rank them up. Well, i guess you don't have to worry to about ranking them up anymore anyways i think it'd be better actually because they're bigger with a bigger base you can do more and make mm-hmm. it a little more elaborate but I'm not ripping all the fucking dudes I painted up. <laughs> Maybe I'll start using round ones halfway into it. <laughs> Fuck it. Right? Gives a shit, man. Yeah. Piss on it, bro. So, anyways, Nelson, Mike, and Jacob, we appreciate you guys writing in. 
Mm-hmm. Some three different points of view there, essentially. Yeah, it really was. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah, sweet. So that's the fucking email discussion. Event of the week. Let's what, do that. What do we got? We got Holy Wars, dog. Holy, yeah. I'm on the verge of signing up for this right fucking now. There's just now, a actually. couple spaces. You better do it. There's only maybe two or two or less. I don't know. I think I would There's just not sign many. up and go because they'll have drops. Mm-hmm. But it's February 26th through 28th, 2016. Confirm that date with my wife. Same venue, 30 <laughs> players. Sign up fee includes What's the city? A pizza dinner. Um, I don't know, down in Chicago somewhere. somewhere west, of, west of Chicago. Do a Google search. <laughs> Holy Wars GT. <laughs> yeah, it was west of Chicago somewhere. Yeah, it is. But it ain't um, fucking east of Chicago, I can tell games, you Six games, Age of Sigmar, and then uh, Friday and Saturday... There'd be a event or a different game exploration. So yeah. he's building. Looks like he's building infinity tables already, and then potentially tables compatible with some of the other game systems. So people can check that out as well. Sure. So yeah, Butcher signed up for sure. I think maybe Andrew. So here's my f- fucking hesitation. Okay. Is last time I went to an event, it ended up being just fucking me paying for a fucking hotel alone, <laughs> driving alone, doing everything alone. And when you're there, it was for bits. When you're there, it's all well and good, but it's fucking costing you a ton of money. And the, you're fucking driving alone, so you're bored. And when you're when it's over and you're kind of stoked on shit, you know, fucking talk to you. You're just fucking driving along, smoking cigarettes, sucking down coffee. Uh huh. So. Butcher's going, man. You can roll down there with him. Yeah, he's well. building a whole new ogre army. He would. He's got because he's wanted to do these Cathayan yeah, or Oriental for ogres time. for a long time. So he's got a bunch of these Wrath of Kings, like these big Chinese dragons. Yeah. He's using them for Mornfang, so he's got like six six or more of these little bastards. Sure. He's converting them up. So he's he's all in. He's doing a new whole new ogre army. Yeah. I'm kind of curious to see how many models it'll be in the end. Yeah. How it compared to like a you know, 2,500 point ogre army, mm-hmm. if it's considerably less models or not. Well, I'll have to get on their webpage today and yeah, I'd, perhaps come I had a blast last year. Yeah, I haven't signed up. It's a cool event. It's smaller. hesitant about Age of Sigmar and yeah. committing to anything in general. With these fucking flower fees. This is goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> the wedding the wedding flower <laughs> fee? <laughs> yeah, but definitely check that out. Sign your ass up. Yeah. All right. Let's fucking read, move along, read, dude. Reading. Yeah, I've been reading motherfucking Red Country by Joe Abercrombie. Yeah. Pretty fucking good. I'm about halfway through. Did a bunch of reading on vacation. Super fucking good so far. So uh, like a Western Dusty-themed fucking book about different part of the fucking world than he's written about before. A little, uh, this isn't, this is kind of a spoiler, but they give it away pretty early in the book. But a little looking at the front cover will show you that... One of the main characters is actually <laughs> Mr. Fucking Nine Logan Nine Fingers, the Bloody Nine. It's just he's an old man now. So, Johnny Ten Fingers. Johnny Fucking Ten Fingers is back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it's cool. Like you follow up on whatever became a fucking Nine Fingers and where he got to, and um, of course Shivers makes an appearance. Shivers. Not not a big one yet, but yeah, he's the. I think he's the only one who's in all three of these backstory novel or continuation novels after Lama the trilogy. Golden might have been off, been in all three. Uh, no, I don't think he was in the in, in the original series in the mercenary ones. Uh yeah, okay. 
Well, but, regardless. Yeah, so. he's in two of the three, Glamour, yeah. It's it's really fucking good. It's cool to see continuation of the story and some of the old characters. Yeah, so. it's cool. Uh, it's like fantasy, but then he just makes sure he hits all the Western tropes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so by the end, you're going to have everything. He, like, he just... He's like, I got him covered, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> we were on vacation, and uh, Brett brought a book, and if she starts reading a book and doesn't like it, she'll just stop. Mm-hmm. I will fucking struggle through it, <laughs> the most miserable piece of shit. So sitting there, she would just start reading the book over my shoulder, and even she got into it, and she's like, oh, you got to finish this so I can read it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now she's stoked to read it, too. So it's super fucking good. I've been enjoying it a lot. So. I'll give a proper review once it's all done, but Excellent. highly recommended Red Country so far. What have you been up to in the audio or regular book? Yeah, I've been reading two bags. So I finished the first in the Black Company series, and then I actually went and read the second and the third one, which yeah. kind of form a trilogy on their own, even though there's nine or ten books in the series, it looks like. And I just burned through those two. Uh, it's called The Shadows Linger and The White Rose, and just kind of picks up where the first one left off. Yeah. And they're they're really fun. I really enjoyed them. I probably read both of them in like a five-day period. Part of it was procrastinating, <laughs> having to paint the boot on that one guy. <laughs> so I was just reading a book instead of painting my models. So that's part of the reason why I burned through them quick. But they're really entertaining. There's a couple... Literary issues, yeah, uh, with some of the pacing in the second book, especially towards the end. But otherwise, they're really interesting. They go back and deal with a lot of the backstory to some of these ancient evil characters, mm. and the magic system's really cool and interesting. The, this the one with the reawakened lich motherfuckers. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the main dude is like making, looking to break out. Like a, he's been like diverting a river over the years. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like 400 years and they built like these huge barrel barrows and there's all these markings and sigils and everything's enchanted. But this a river has been slowly cutting its course over, you know, like a 400 year period. Yeah. So it's going to sluice through all the ancient barriers and release them in the end. So they got to gotta work together there's a big fight at the end mm. imagine that <laughs> ending a fantasy trilogy <laughs> with a big battle <laughs> but yeah it's good I'd, I'd recommend the series I'm gonna right. pick them up at some point I just burned through them so quick I need to take a break yeah um, but you've been All obsessing right. about anything yes I have well nothing Nothing so much in the fucking list that we typically talk about, but I've been obsessing about trying to sell this goddamn fucking house that we're in right now. So I've been doing a fucking mob of research into selling homes and blah, 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 blah. It's it's really wearing me thin, buddy. <laughs> we got another house, and we're going to be closing in about a month on it. So I got to fucking move this house pretty fucking quick, or we're going to have two houses shortly. <laughs> so... Because we're uh, working on scrapping our home sale contingency and just doing it because we're fucking sick of being here. We want to move. And uh, and we can swing both mortgages. But So I've been fucking working on that and stressing over that quite Pull, a bit. Pulling my hair out. And then the other thing I started fucking obsessing about, and this started about three days ago, is the fucking Point Radio podcast that I used to do. Uh-huh. It's been since about November. But Bringing it back. So episode. I got episode seven. All ready to go. I just finished the outline and updating the website for it. I just got to put the songs together. And then 
For number eight, I got all the songs selected as well. And then I got 11 other episodes that I'm working on here. So try and get oh, fucking motivated. Oh, shit. 11 man. episodes, John? Yeah. Crank, crank some of that shit up. We got a cat fight going on. Oh. Get it! Yeah, that's ah! good old-fashioned. He got him by the neck. Yeah. Bully's trying yeah. to kill Onyx. Yeah, get him. <laughs> anyway, so turns out, though, like... 11 episodes. Can we make one of those? <laughs> like a Point Hammer episode you work on? Just songs that we played <laughs> in Point Hammer. Um, anyway. It turns out that... My original idea for this podcast was to pick a theme and then pick songs related to this theme. So, All right, Ira Glass. What I've, <laughs> what I've found for this is any given theme that you fucking pick, you could come up with, like, because you have to know the music well, you have to know the lyrics mm-hmm. well to, get, to pick a fucking song that fits a theme or that discusses a certain theme. So you can always pick, like, maybe five or six songs that fit your theme, and then you're sitting here, like, fucking pouring through your entire music collection <laughs> for another... Because you need about 18 to 20 songs for an episode. I try to keep them at about an hour. And so I got, I got 11 episodes, many of which are at a point where I, I have, like, six or seven songs. I got to f- mm-hmm. flush them out a little more. Mm-hmm. So, But either way, I've been really fucking motivated. and I've been working on it every day for a few hours. So hopefully... A day or two after this podcast comes out, maybe by the end of this weekend, I can have uh, epi- at least episode seven of Point Radio cast out. So mm, excellent. This one's going to be old school shit that I listened to in my early 20s, late teens. Mm-hmm. So. What did you say Imperial, Imperial Garden era, <laughs> Johnny uh, Hastings, uh, Cadians? Yeah, some, just getting into dwarves, <laughs> a young man, just finding his dwarves. That'd be uh, yeah, just before I moved up the point. So pre dwarf, <laughs> <laughs> pre dwarf. Like what the fuck? No, we plays forty k around here. I guess, uh, guess I'll get some dwarves. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll try these little fucking stunties. <laughs> I like the beards and the Viking stuff. It's pretty cool. What have you been obsessing over, dude? Not too much. I did get a lot of good suggestions from people for shows to check out. Ended up. Me and Kelly have been watching through the Wet Hot American Summer prequel season on Netflix. Yeah. It's been pretty passable. There's been some funny things in it. A lot of cameos from famous actors and such. Yeah. I think the best thing about it is it just makes you want to go back and watch the original Wet Hot American Summer movie, which is fucking hilarious and surprisingly not well known. Yeah. I would check out that movie. And if you like that... Maybe check out the series, or maybe just watch the movie again. I don't think I've ever seen it or heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it, but I haven't heard. It's really good. It It has a ton of people who went on to be um, like has like Elizabeth Banks and who's that fucking guy who's in every romantic comedy? He's big. I don't know the names of any fucking actors. Jake Gyllenhaal. No, nah, not Jake. Chen I watched it. We started watching a shitty romantic. It was supposed to be a room. Maybe it is like a rom com, but it mm-hmm. was Love Accidentally. You know what is this it is? Like a spinoff of Love Actually. I think it's like a spoof on. It must be a spoof on that. Uh, but it was fucking awful. It had Jake Gyllenhaal and some really hot chick is like the main broad, but fucking terrible yeah, right. after like 20 minutes we just fucking shut it off it was gross fuck, fuck that shit let's listen to a fucking let's get a little preview of the point radio cast <laughs> you got a pick i do have a pick so i've been a bit fucking meh on music still trying to find some new shit to get into so i've just been listening to older shit and this stuff isn't terribly old but i've been enjoying the shit out of it this is anti-flag off the people or the gun
And this song's called This Is The First Night. It's pretty fucking good. All right. This is the first night of the rest of our lives. I cannot wonder how is it we're still alive. Welcome to the first night of the rest of our lives. Oh, yeah. And I said, welcome to the first night of the rest of our lives. Into the whiny, high pitched <laughs> voice of Johnny Hastings. <laughs> what do we got for fucking point hammered history, buddy? Hammered history here. Well, 
This one's an oldie, but a goodie. Mm. If it's ever been talked about, really. But we're getting Butcher involved in some of the prize making this year. Oh, for yeah. Wapaka. Wapaka. But this is in his first uh, Wapaka rodeo for Ray. Well, yeah. maybe technically it is. But back prior to Wapaka, I had the North Star Tournament, which was my two day tournament. I remember this. Ran around. It was at a hobby shop. It was two days, thirty to forty ish guys cramped, mm-hmm. just crammed in there. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that sounds awesome. I did it two years before I quit. I think it was maybe like oh six and oh seven that okay. I did it. But so the prizes for that year, well, one year was bear made a wooden. Shield and a wooden hammer. It was like an early precursor. And they kind of look like Sigmar things. And there's like a weird picture of him. This is when it all fucking started, yeah. (laughs) Wielding both of those. (laughs) If we can dig that up, we can make it an episode cover. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see if I can take a look. But they're just kind of normal size. And he ended up, uh, I think Stents won those things. But the year before that... Or maybe it was the second year. I can't remember for sure. But Butcher made the overall prize for one of those years. And he made a Nurgle like Thieves. a chaos chest of yeah. Nurgle. Or it's not, yeah, it, so was it was a like, Nurgle-themed treasure chest. How big was it? It was about probably like had the footprint of a novel, like, like the a little book sitting on your lap. Old little Forgotten Realms novel. Yeah, somebody like three, four inches by six to eight inches. And, like, I think he, like, made it out of Sculpey or Epoxy Sculpt, or I didn't even know if no, there was I a base. No, I think he started right. with something. Oh, God, I don't even yeah, remember. Yeah, so it was, like, a weird chaos chest, and it had, like, these little eyeballs and stuff all over it that he made, and, like, a little tentacles coming out of it. Did Stens win that? Who won that? Uh, Somewhere. I really don't know. Some fucker still has Stens won. Yeah, maybe. And, yeah, so Butcher made a weird little chaos chest back in the day for us <laughs> and if warhammer hadn't been irreversibly fucked over for this year's man of intrigue awards we we're gonna theme each of the categories around one chaos god uh. so like f- female or maybe the funniest would be slanish given the number of dicks or like <laughs> yeah you know, so one for each chaos guys so he was gonna do those originally and um so that plan's kind of been scrapped yeah so but He'll be helping out on the overall prizes for each category. Sure. Something like that. We're trying to figure out. Because Bear's doing a, just a few big ones, but then we want to give something that's decent for all the overall tournament winners. So, But there's going to be like 10 or 11 of those things. So, Okay. Um, but, yeah, moving on. You got a podcast of the month, buddy? Yeah, man. I've been listening to a bunch of Death, Sex, and Money and it's a po- I think it's an NPR podcast, but mm-hmm. it's really fucking good. So some of the ones that well, right now they're doing a series on Nolans, which is pretty entertaining, talking about Katrina and what went down and how shit went down on the human level and how it did or didn't bounce back. And it's it's been really entertaining. They just interview fuckers and mm-hmm. um, and then that kind of coincides with this week's American Life. Yeah. Which was all about Katrina. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been 10 years. Brett really wants to go to New Orleans. And she. so when we were on vacation, I turned her turned her on to this, these Death, Death, Sex, and Money podcasts. And then 
today she was listening to This American Life about it, and <laughs> she's mm-hmm. all fucking stoked. Um, there's an older episode of Death, Sex, and Money about like this this old couple that were living, and I think they talked about this on Radio Lab, but they were living in their apartment, and they could see into this other apartment uh, the yeah, yeah. where this yeah. young couple was, uh, and... Fucking crazy, move. fucked up story, Moving but it's a really good episode. Case, yeah. yeah, where like this young couple moves. There's this couple that have a kid, and they're kind of not getting along because of it, just going through the motions. And then this young couple moves away across the way, and they can see perfectly into their apartment. And they're always living it up and banging and, and like having butt a good time. naked, yeah, walking around, butt naked, and they're young, like 20, open, 20, yeah. 21, whatever. And then at one point, the dude disappears, and then he's gone for quite a while, and the girl lays around and cries a lot. And then they're just trying to figure out what happened. They're just theorizing on what's going on mm-hmm. in these other people's lives. They can kind of see through their window. And that dude comes back. He's really sickly. and must. Have, they never say what he had, maybe cancer or something, but he ends up dying. And somehow they end up meeting the people. Fucking, But super, super cool and interesting story. Mm-hmm. Just about yeah, why you one. should keep your fucking blinds closed, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, so either way, fucking check out Death, it. Sex, and Money. It's been really good. I've been very much enjoying it. So Okay. Good deal. What do you got for Army? Got theme? a new segment here. Toss an Army theme on the table, right? Yeah. The Wapaka Watch, with do, three A's. Do you mean the Wapaka Watch? Wog, Paka, the Wog, Watch. Pacha, wok, watch. <laughs> okay. okay. What do we got? So, since last episode that we did, the general registration is open. So, if you just want to come and show up, you got to pay your 30 bucks. You got to sign up because we can't have all these people just hanging around. Yeah. You got to pay your money. And part of that was we just didn't know. Well, the halls if are going to yeah, right? it costs money for the hall, even if nobody wants to do tournaments or anything like that. So registrations opened up, and we're actually up to eighty-three Ho-ho! people signed up. So that that's really cool. That's way more than I thought. So if you're thinking about coming, definitely sign up as soon as possible for the general registration, and then. What the, are you capping it at a hundred? No, uh, given. The setup and everything like that and kind of the hangout and you don't necessarily need to play during the day. Um, We put it at 125 sign-ups because that's about pretty much you probably wouldn't really want more than that number of guys in the hall. Or girls. Or girls. You know, females is unlimited. It's 125 guys, John. <laughs> <laughs> so you got like four women's then? <laughs> yeah, I think there's three mm. so far. Some of the usual suspects. So yeah, it's capped at 125. So if you don't get in and you want to show up, you just can't do show up. We're not going to let you in because these people paid. Do I get to bounce? Can I bounce motherfuckers out? Yeah, you can bounce, man. No, it's been a while since I threw someone out it's of somewhere. It's been a while. Okay, so... Since the last cast two, mm-hmm. we only had five tournaments planned. Yeah. Narrative, Infinity, Competitive Infinity, Narrative Saga, Competitive Saga, and then a Narrative Age of Sigmar yeah. tournament. So that was run yeah. by me and some people I reached out to early. So we had a few events ready to go. Yeah. Since then, we have some more events planned, which is a 40K, 1,000 points. So that's kind of a smaller scale 40K. It looks like that'll be a narrative event. Who's running like that? Some kind of campaign. Uh, Ryan Nickel. Okay. And the Twisted Troop looks like they'll be helping him out. So he's got some cool ideas for that. We got a, Twisted a team tournament 
um, like kind of a Raj Podge, Chupapalooza, Triumph and Treachery style. So it's got random partners each round. Is this Age of Sigmar? Uh, this one's 8th edition. Okay. Um, pre, pretty sure it's pre-end times. But the rules packs for all these are going to be finalized by October 1st to get them all posted. And then we'll do the event signups November 1st. We're going to have a classic Wapaka tournament, which is using... Eighth edition again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think dare? I don't think end times either. Probably just a one dayer, and it's going to use scenarios from previous Wapakas. Okay, we're going to have Who's running that. Uh, that was Mr. Mike Ballard's running that. Okay, uh, Quentin, uh, Big Quentin Bond, and the Choops are running the team tournament. Okay, and we're going to have a War Machine event. Run by Andy Welton. Remember him? Yeah. From the old Warhammer days. He's going to yeah. come back. Madison, fella. Then we're going to get some new blood there. And then we're going to have an X-Wing tournament as well. Fucking hell. Run by uh, Gonzalez and Winger. Okay, so They're cool. going to be doing that. So some that's fucking Rockford boys. what's lined up for sure. So we're up to 10 tournaments. We can have 12. So I think I think right now we're good. If we don't get any more, that's fine. I'm thinking of running a, a proper really, circle jerk. <laughs> well, that would be an event, not a tournament. <laughs> okay. or, or do you foresee a competitive uh, circle jerking or like a narrative every circle, circle jerk? We have like a theme. <laughs> like, unless you're into that shit, you don't want to be the last dude getting on. <laughs> maybe a bukkake competition. Okay, some kind of bukkake event. Maybe after. <laughs> uh, we do have a couple events as well. Yeah, the Feet jabbers. Strength? Our, well, Feats of Strength will be there for okay. sure. Okay, After I got a must contest, mustache contest. Mm-hmm. On Saturday will be a pub quiz run by the Jabbers. Yeah. So I'm assuming that'll have like a gamer type theme, but um, they're actually coordinating with the bar and everything else to get that set up with the microphones and stuff. Sure. And then we're also going to have, I think this guy's a Jabber as well, this guy that goes by the name of Bad Gob. Um, it's kind of interesting. There's been some new new people emailing me who are friends with, like, the Skull Bros or the Discoland Jabbers. Yeah. And they said they've always heard about Wapaka, but they never played Warhammer, so they never went. But <laughs> now we're doing all this other stuff. They can come. So have we got sign-ups from the English blokes? No. But the Chupacabras are in. Chupacabras. Ed Phillips has signed up. Um Offhand, I can't remember like if any other calf, yeah, uh, like Hengel and stuff isn't signed up. Okay. But I guess we'll see. I might be waiting to see what kind of other events. Are we doing but a contest to bring somebody out this year? No. There, okay. there won't be one of those. Uh, the way it's set up, it, it's not really feasible. Yeah. Okay. And uh, But that last event that that uh, bro was going to run was a Fantasy Flight Games Imperial Assault Campaign, which is... Um, it's a, it uses miniatures, but it's kind of like board game tiles, kind of like Descent or like Warhammer Quest or something like that. Right. So he's going to run like a full campaign of that so people can just jump in when they want, play some game, play along with it, and then jump out. So that's really cool. I never I never heard of that game until he was uh, started emailing me and telling me about it. It looks, looks pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's a couple different Star Wars-themed miniature shenanigans but yeah 83 signups so far i'm expecting uh the snake eyes boxcars guys are we're waiting to see if there's a war machine event so i'm expecting six or seven more okay within the bat within the weekend here but badass dude (laughs) yeah 
definitely I, I wouldn't wait any longer if, if you're on the fence about signing up you got pretty much all the info okay about what, what's going to be happening so cool you got a you know, sex toy john yes Johnny i sex do, toy. my okay. friend we've been dabbling into all kinds of interesting toys okay Trying to keep the marriage fucking spiced up. And all. <laughs> <laughs> it's been two weeks. You don't want you don't want things to get like going stale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, we picked up this thing called the Fingo Nubby Finger Vibrator, <laughs> which is essentially a vibrator that you wear on your finger, and it's purple and it's got all these little fucking nubbies on it, and it's nineteen ninety five, and you can get it at Adam and Eve dot com. So it's called it's got the, nubby in its title. Yeah. <laughs> the official fucking review on this thing. What does it look like? It looks like I'm looking at it right now, but I'd like, like to It looks like a vibrator. Oh. It looks like a vibrator stuffed into a piece of jelly with a little finger strap on the back <laughs> <laughs> with nubs on the front, like a close up of a tongue maybe on the front mm. there. <laughs> and I had to give this thing a fucking thumbs down. Oh, no. Okay. Buyer beware. (laughs) The reason here, (laughs) this is the first time I've given a negative sex toy. (laughs) The reason is because it's only got one setting, and it's super fucking powerful. So it's like... (gasps) Yeah. So if your old lady's rocking like an old piece of beef jerky... (laughs) Clitoris? Then by all means. Yeah, this might be the perfect fucking thing for you. It's pretty fucking powerful. If your old lady's got some nice pastrami down there. <laughs> if the meat drapes are still pretty sensitive. <laughs> you don't want to go fucking laying this thing on there. You will be tearing up that pastrami, dog. <laughs> it's kind of fun for some nipple play. And mm-hmm. a little fucking push it up against your butthole. Just a bit, but not... But not on the fucking... Clitoral region. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, John, couldn't you use your hob- your hobby and your modeling skills somehow to uh, kind of fix the, this contraption uh, here? Some green stuff somehow. We have enough vibrators that it's just not worth the effort. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair this enough. One gets the thumbs down because it's too powerful. But meh, I wouldn't pay twenty bucks for it. Just get one with variable speeds, and I think you'll be much mm-hmm. happier. We were intrigued by this because of the finger holder. All right. Slip it on a finger like a fucking wedding ring and go to town. Okay. But yeah, so you're kind of doubling up the sex toy and the hidden hobby doll. You're saving people money from yeah. going out and picking this. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I am. So you should avoid this guy, like I said, <laughs> unless your old lady's junk looks like a fucking bunch of thick-ass, dried-up... Some fucking hard, hard tack. <laughs> <laughs> like some overcooked bacon hanging out down there. <laughs> uh, there you go. Good deal. That's the fucking sex toy to avoid. <laughs> okay, so we're just about ready to wrap this sucker up. Yeah. Just want to remind you fuckers, head on over to the support section, click through the Amazon and eBay links. Mhm. If you're picking up some new shit, these beaks. Mhm. If you're going on eBay and buying anything, make sure you hit it. If you're going on Amazon, hit it. Oh man, my Amazon store. I got so much shit on there now. I've been mm-hmm. adding my entire old CD collection. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. You and me were talking about that last time we got yeah. together, but you can almost skip eBay and just sell your stuff on Amazon. It's true, except that they take a 
decent it's, it's, sized yeah, commission off you. Um, but between eBay and PayPal, kind of just, I'm sure it's equivalent. Yeah, between those two, it's I think it's just over ten percent. Plus to take from the shipping now on eBay. Yeah, but, um, it depends yeah, on what you, you're selling for. If you don't mind your Amazon shit just sitting there, you know, yeah, as long as it takes to sell. Well, I will or say, just put a price that you like. I was well impressed at how fast things sell. I think because they're getting such a vast audience on there that your shit's getting looked at a ton, and a lot of shit fucking moves shit you wouldn't think. And it's kind of funny also to see the random times at which certain items sell. Okay, what do you mean? So you can see like what was a late Saturday evening, maybe drunk, sitting around the house purchase versus like what's in the you know, normal middle of the day purchase. I found that like to be pretty Like some CDs and stuff? Well. Yeah. People getting trash buying music CDs? Uh, no, that's mostly the books. Like... One of the more funny ones was the, like, 3 a.m. purchase of How to Play Blackjack as a Business <laughs> from my Amazon store by some fella in Indiana. So that was pretty entertaining. Wish him best of luck. Yeah. Counting cards is pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Just don't don't drink when you, try, when you do it like I did because that's why it never panned out for me. <laughs> I can never look past the sauce to actually money doing this. So okay, yeah, definitely hit those up. Parting question: I got one for you. Lay it on us, so, bro. Yeah, so Wapaka completely changed formats with the debacle there of Warhammer. <laughs> uh, so got a lot of the old faces going. A lot of people pumped. We've got a lot of new faces, but we're missing out on some of the old ones. So I'm just kind of curious from those folks. Um, you're not headed to Wapaka. Maybe if you just want to tell us why you're not going, or what would it take for you to want to go to Wapaka? What would you want to see? Sure. What, what do you think I should have done? Um, I'm just, I'd just be curious. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good just one. Just to actually. hear what people think should have happened with Wapaka. If you, if you don't weren't too enthused about the new route it's taken. Should we have just gotten a tombstone and put it out at the ale house? <laughs> just had a wake. Yeah. <laughs> Get everybody together. But, yeah, I think me and Barrett, we're pretty pumped about this new format. It takes some of the load off our shoulders. We yeah. get to participate more. And then as it changes year to year, you know, it's too early to say if we're going to continue doing this. Sure. But, you know, as we get excited about different games or different aspects of a certain game, we, we're pretty much free. You know, we're not set in anything to do it a certain way. So we can just, you know, do whatever gets us excited. And we think that's what will make the best tournament is something the TO is excited about. So right. that's that's what we're pumped about. Okay, cool. So let us know, old guard. Yeah. What would it take? What the fuck happened to you motherfuckers, yeah. <laughs> man? Some fucking bullshit, dude. <laughs> Come on, dude. Uh, okay. All right, rock done, us right? out of here. Yeah, this is another anti-flag song. Okay. And you motherfuckers can suck my balls. That's my bees. I've seen a lot of rip-offs in my life. Seen a lot of scabs, a lot of cooks and cookets games. Cooking sharks. Part one of the story written like a star thing. The stick up man thrown into the clink. Never coming back, yeah. Until the day he's gray and old.
cities burn down We'll all be warm when the cities burn down We'll all keep warm when the cities burn down We'll all be warm When the cities burn down We'll all be warm when the cities burn down We'll all keep warm when the cities burn down We'll all be warm When the cities burn down We'll all be warm when the cities burn down We'll all keep warm when the cities burn down We'll all be warm Oh, we're so Testing. Yeah. Uh, this is a test. Testingicals. So what? Look at Bully licking his. So thing. what? Let me see a red rocket. There it is. is Look it at that, Rob. Ah, bigger than yours. Got his <laughs> lipstick out. Bully the fucking red rocket machine. <laughs> Let me put out my lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> Get in there. 